Chapter 23 continues with the section that the Torah later calls the Book of the Covenant, the Mishpatim, the rules that Moshe is to place before the people. These rules constitute a covenantal set of obligations, and it's quite striking that the large majority of the rules are not about ritual law. They're about setting up a just society. They're about how people can live with each other, responsibilities and obligations, uh, punishments for those who break the law, and also responsibilities between people who don't break the law. What is the rule of someone who's asked to guard an object, to watch an object? All kinds of rules about lending money, etc., uh, etc. Et so these are the mishpatim. When you have a, a large set of rules, the question uh, is, which of these rules are at the core? There are many different rules over here. The rules are not exhaustive. There are several codes within the Torah, and they're not complete. There are many uh, important rules that are not mentioned in each code. But in this code, there are a set of rules, and now the question is, which of these rules seem to be central? So we took note of the fact that the first of the rules is about the slave, is about the Evid, which is hardly surprising in a book which is all about leaving Egypt. It's about leaving the land of Egypt, and it's about God uh, instructing Pharaoh, Shalach ami v'yavduni, send my people that they shall serve me, v'yavduni. As if God is saying, they're not your slaves, they're not your servants, they're my servants. So it's hardly surprising that the first of the rules is about the Evid, not just the first. There's more space given to the Evid and to the female counterpart, the Amma, than there is any other rule in this set of rules. What else stands out in this set of rules? So the Torah, uh, in chapter 22, has the following statement. Chapter 22, verse number 20. You shall not oppress the stranger. You shall not pressure or oppress the stranger. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Now what's interesting about that statement, which is in chapter 22, verse number 20, is that when we come to our chapter, which is chapter 23, Verse number nine, Vigero Tilchatz. Once again, we have a similar verse, Vigero Tilchatz, Viatem Yedatem et Nefesh Hager. You know, Nefesh Hager, the soul of the stranger, the spirit of the stranger. Kigerim Heitem Bieritz Mitzrayim, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. So the Torah actually, in this code, repeats a prohibition about the ger. The first is found in chapter 22, verse number 20, not oppress, not pressure. Do not mistreat the stranger. And now again in chapter 23, but the Torah gives two different reasons for the prohibition. In chapter 22, it says, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. And in chapter 23, it says, You know, 
you know the spirit or the soul of the stranger. You know that experience, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. There is a dispute, actually, as to what this means. What is the rationale for the prohibition not to mistreat the stranger? The Torah, in several places, talks about the ger, talks about the stranger. Rashi says, don't mistreat the stranger. (coughs) Don't have a supercilious (coughs) attitude towards the stranger. Don't look down upon the stranger. Who do you think you are? You are also a ger. You're no better than the other guy. So don't look, don't disdain the other person because of their s- status. You have the same status. That's Rashi. The Ramban had a different view. The Ramban said, shager, I, I, I join you. I prohibit you from mistreating the stranger. You, more than anybody else, should appreciate what it means to be a marginalized person, what it means to be an outsider what it means to be one that society looks down upon. So I expect more from you. That's the Ramban. The truth of the matter is, they're both true, but I would say that the first verse, in chapter 22, you were strangers in the land of Egypt, reads very well according to Rashi. Don't, don't mistreat the stranger. you also a stranger. That's chapter 20, 22. 23, the Torah said something different. You appreciate what it means to be a stranger. You understand how that person might feel, how the person will be affected by those who look down uh, upon the stranger. So the truth is that actually they're both true. And the Torah has emphasized, has repeated itself, perhaps with two different understandings, but the very repetition is actually very interesting. That the Torah has, once again, takes us back to the narrative of the book of Exodus, that the Israelites were in fact strangers. Moses named his first child Gershom, for he said, I was a stranger in a foreign land referring in chapter 2 to the land of Egypt. And now we have one other uh, rule that's very much emphasized in the code, and that takes us back to chapter 22, called Do not abuse, chapter 22, verse 21, do not abuse the widow and the orphan. Imane ta'ane oto, verse 22, for if you will surely, Torah repeats it, anetane, if you will surely abuse them, kim tzaok yitzak elai, if they cry out to me, tzaok yitzak, shamoa eshma tzakato, I will certainly hear their cry. Dicharapi, I will get angry, says God. Barakti etchem bacharev, I will kill you with a sword. Vayun nishechem almanot, uvnechem yitomim, your wives shall be widows, and your children will be orphaned. The Torah addresses the man over here. We know that when it comes to Inui, we suddenly have, first of all, repetition of words. And more than that, we have God saying, I will get angry, and I will kill you. And I will make your wives widows, and your children orphans. 
Now, that's not what you expect to read in a law code. A law code, we expect a dispassionate set of rules. And suddenly, God is very angry. When it talks about inui, abuse, mistreatment. Now, what's interesting is that Eved, or Avdut, slavery, Gerut, being a stranger, and Inui, oppression, mistreatment, are precisely the three covenantal terms of the covenant God makes with Abraham in Genesis chapter 15. Ge'ez said God to Abraham, your descendants shall be strangers, va'avadum, enslaved, v'inu'o, otam, abused. And those three terms appear in the first two chapters of the book of Exodus. In chapter 1, Avdut and Inui, Pharaoh and the Egyptians enslave and abuse the Israelites. And in chapter 2, Moses, the child that was thrown into the waters, like all the Hebrew boys, has their experience, understands that Egypt was not his place. Torah in the code uh, is recalling the covenantal formula of the book of Exodus. That's the fundamental, fundamental, uh, the center of this set of mishpatim. It begins with Evid. The very beginning is important. It repeats the prohibition of mistreating the gear, the stranger. By repetition, there's a focus. And by use of the doubled language of and by speaking of a God who takes it all very personally. The Inui God takes personally. In fact, when the Torah speaks about Inui in the beginning of the book of Exodus, the Torah said, has God telling Moses at the burning bush, I have certainly seen again the doubled language. I have certainly seen the affliction, the Inui, of my people in the land of Egypt. So we have a very good example of where the code of the book of Exodus is deeply connected to the larger narrative of the book of Exodus.